Hey, Frank from Sniper's Hide here. Real special podcast for you for the Everyday Sniper. I have Dave Walls with me, uh, Daryl Evans, and Addie Newberry from Team Accuracy International. They were in the U.S. shooting the 50 Cal Nationals down in Raton. So I have everybody here to talk in our podcast so you guys can say hi. 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 Everybody says hi. Don't mind the accents. They're not from the U.S. So we'll translate later. So uh, you guys just spent the weekend down at the 50 Cal Nationals. How did that go for everybody? We started off first day terrible. We all had our disasters. And we spent the second day trying to pull it all back. Catch up. Yeah. um, Daryl pulled it back and got a fifth place in the lightweight lightweight rifle and a third place in the international class. And AD pulled it back and managed to get the fifth place in the international class. And unfortunately, I was too far behind on my first day. And then I had another disaster last detail of the day, which stopped me getting. Yeah, that, that that's the pain is traveling so far and managing yeah, equipment. Yeah. It's not like you can go in your car yeah. and pull something out no, to fix it. But, but, but every time we come here, Frank, we learn something. Yeah, yeah. That's the main yeah. Um, and Daryl's just shooting an AX50. You guys no, have no. Uh, what, you're not an AX50. Which one were you shooting? Uh, one of our benchrest. Oh, you got a benchrest 50. Okay, yeah, so you are shooting the benchrest version. Yeah, we, we bought uh, three heavyweight benchrest rifles and one lightweight. Okay. Um, we shared the lightweight because obviously we didn't need three of them as well. Right. Um, unfortunately, Scott Sigmund couldn't join us this year because uh, work was taken in the way he had to work on a big They contract. got the contract for today, is actually. Yeah, so so he, he was unable to join us, so we picked another member of the British team to join us. I uh, saw the guys at yeah. King of Two Mile. Yeah. You had like three or four of the British team yeah, there. That's right. Yeah. And so I saw that they did pretty well. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They, did, they, did they did really well. Um, uh, so Daryl, um, we brought him on the team because he's had a lot of bench rest shooting experience. He's been a British bench rest champion a few times. A uh, couple of gold medals for him. Yeah, he's, he's done really well. Um, he's not shot internationally before. We thought we could do with his experience, and also he will gain from shooting internationally. So Fair. we brought him along. How did you? Um, did Raton give you any weird wins? Because Raton's known yeah. for its crazy um, wins. Did you? How did you like that? But you have at um, Bisley, right? That the wins are pretty yeah. bad. After yeah. that, I shoot at a range called the Biggle, and the Biggle is um, a Timber Valley, and it's got a, a predominantly a westerly wind, and worse than that wind. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Raton can bite a lot of people with the way the mountains are, and yeah. it comes over the top, and then the heat for the <clears> day, because <throat> it's so hot out here, mm-hmm. your thermals start to come so bad. Oh, yeah, I think that was a big problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the thermals in Raton are like the first day of King of Two Miles, some really good teams didn't do well, because they had an odd thermal kind of expansion happen against mm. that cliff face, yeah. and it just raised, and they had big vertical spreads for guys that didn't have that biggest spread in their SDs, yeah. you know, yeah. so it, it's interesting. Mm. It seems to win caught just about everybody. I, I was talking to various um, uh, guys there, like Barry Hamilton, you know, won the World Championship before, and they were all caught out a little. Oh, bit the wins. So, so for us, uh, well, being a little bit, well, quite a lot less experienced, let's say, mm. than them, uh, you know, it, it's a, it, was, it was something for us. We, we've learned a lot. We've learned yeah. a lot about our equipment. Um, failings in what we've done, failings in our preparation, 
because we didn't actually uh, see the rests we were shooting off of until the day we actually put, you know, the day Which we you showed up the and got them, right? Yeah. So you um, wanted just the rests and um, all that. We, we've all been beaten up by them. Uh, Daryl, you see his arm, uh, it looks uh, pretty, A little road rash, looks like yeah, he fell off his motorcycle. Because of the position he had to adopt in shooting, uh, he head-butted the scope. Uh, got a nice scope bite on his forehead, and then he's also got a lovely bruise on his chest to go with it. So, out uh, right? I yeah. have to make it the aim, so I beat it up a little. Yeah. 50 cals, man. You guys, that, that's the one thing. I was one of the first units in the Marine Corps to get a 50 cal when they first, the, the Sasser, when it first came out. Yeah. We hated it. I, I still have no love for 50 yeah. cals, so I give you guys a lot of props for even yeah. going in that direction. And I think had the similar problem uh we ended up not even sitting down to shoot we ended up standing yeah it's just you know i couldn't get a sight picture um the rifle was too far away from me because mm -hmm. you couldn't get close to the bench it was it was it was a handicap to be fair. yeah, yeah. So, well rifle setup is big and then when you find out you can't fit behind the yeah. rifle yeah what it, are you going to do it was easier to stand up behind it and spread your legs yeah. You know, yeah. Up and, yeah. Yep. On the on the first day shoot, we had such a problem because uh, AD couldn't get near the rifle. We had to take one of the butt plate spacers out, and we didn't expect to have to do this since he'd shot this gun before lots of times. Um, and so we found ourselves with screws that were too long, and it's not a matter of cut them down because the threads weren't long enough. Right. But we had a very kind volunteer uh, that actually drove into town and came back with some shorter screws for to put the gun back together. At least they have them, yeah. which is yeah. nice. Yeah, so all metric threads and of course you're all imperial over it. Yeah. So we, we had lots of things like that happening. Um, I'd had eye surgery, I had two lens replacements about six weeks before I came uh, and um, I think really I shot too early, although I'm not using that as an excuse. It's just sort of state. Well, of your eyes are all red. You guys yeah. can't see, but Dave's eyes are kind of bloodshot red from yeah. 50 cals, yeah. and that's a big yeah. deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. That didn't hinder me at all. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hinder me. My eyesight's perfectly good, even now. It's right, it's just blood it just, vessel. It just I look terrifying. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Looks like he's been uh, one too many drinks yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're at the Mulligan's I, bar too yeah, much. I, I didn't. I didn't have any drinks last night. But well, I tell a lie. I did have one, didn't I? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it it was a fantastic experience. Yeah. Is this yeah. your first time in the U.S., Daryl? Yeah. Yeah. First, oh. first time out of the country. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, so yeah. First time with a fifty cal. So. Yeah. What's your normal caliber for bench uh, rest that you're shooting? Six point five foot seven. Okay, <laughs> a lot of difference. Yep, yep. That's I just got two boxes down there because yeah. that's what we'll be shooting yeah. in Alaska yeah. when I go. Yeah. The AX we're using up there for demo is a six five forty seven. So I just grabbed two boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, we, we knew Daryl had a very good chance of coming somewhere. Sure. Yeah, I mean, his record in England for bench rest is absolutely fantastic. It's like AD, he does um, service rifle, and he's won that several times to the point of view where he's done it. He's won so many times, he's actually bored with it. New, new games now. So, yeah, new, know, new challenge. And, I, and I, mm -hmm. I've always said, if, if, if everybody you're shooting against is worse than you, go find a new team or a new club. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're never going to learn to stand still. You've got to move on and find people better than yourself. We come here, um, Daryl. He's, he's suddenly found he's, he's seen 10 world champions and shot against him. There you go. The same with 80. Tremendous. 
boastful and you know exactly. suddenly see what you what you're aiming for. Which you're capable of. It's not a matter of I'm as good as this and I'm good enough. It's a matter of you're not good enough, mate, because these guys are world champions. You got yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think we had a good placement yeah. within them as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, your foundation is solid, so now yeah. you just have to get the sort of the the, the growing pains in the equipment, yeah. Yeah. and it's because you're traveling. You can't carry. Everything you need, yeah. and so yeah. that becomes a thing. But you guys will have it. You'll get. Yeah. You'll nail yeah. it down. Yeah. Well, I mean, both of these guys are absolutely. To me, they're the best I could have got. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Yeah. AD works for podium. us. He does um, uh, maintenance and testing and all sorts of things for us. Uh, works on ballistics and this sort of thing. And he's very, very useful. Guy. Tom was just telling me you guys just did a big shop upgrade, didn't you? Over. Oh uh, yeah, we've been we. Um, the factory, we've actually bought another huge factory, a bit like an aircraft hangar, and it's now a machine shop. Where? And what was a machine shop is now the assembly department. Okay. Um, and the other area where we did all the, the chassis and stocks, um, that at the moment is um, uh, being left free for other things which we're going to bring in. Um, yeah, we, we, we're just... Are you growing? You're yeah, getting bigger, new stuff, all that, everything is yeah, getting... Yeah, there's, there's lots of bits we get made outside and, you know, we, we make about, I don't know, about 60, 70% of everything in-house, but there are still lots of bits and pieces that we do send out uh, because we don't have that type of machinery that make it economical, and so we're going to get it. I told Tom after SHOT Show, February I should be open, I'd like to come over and oh, do yeah, yeah, do a quick little tour, yeah. and have a couple yeah. days out there. It won't be a quick little tour. No, you know, <laughs> yeah, a couple of quick week or so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have lots of people, so I'll just pop in for a quick little tour, they get around one factory, and we say, listen, there's two more here, and there's another one in Bogner Regis yet. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not a quick little No, no. Yeah. People don't realize, you know, yeah. just how big with the... What are you up to, 62 countries now with your rifle, something uh, like that? I think it's more than that. Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's going it's up. It's growing. Yeah. 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 I'm not really in... in most, it sounds stupid. I'm not really in the know with that because I'm not working on sales. Right. You know, I mean, today, uh, yesterday I could have sold probably half a dozen um, 50 caliber rifles, but... I don't even know how much it costs. No. You know, it's not my not my department. Don't nope. speak to sales. I don't want to get involved with sales. You know? <laughs> I leave that to Tom and his crew. I hear, I hear you came here the first day and tried to buy one. Oh, that was funny. With, with Brandon here, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't. No, but he didn't know. What tell, him what, tell him what everybody what you did over here. Yeah, so, well, I, 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 we strolled in the shop and, you know, was waiting for Randy. I think he was on the phone. And uh, this young fella, he said, oh, you know, can I help you with anything? And we showed an interest in some AI rifles hanging on the wall. And uh, he went over there and we let him do his sales pitch and go through everything about this rifle. And we asked him all sorts of questions. Yeah, yeah. What does um, this widget yeah, do? How yeah, does that yeah, part turn? Yeah, he was telling about how the actions are. Are bonded to the chassis uh -huh. and the reason why, and, and I was like, I, and I was asking him more questions, and uh, I think as as it went on, I think he he thought, hang on, these guys are English, yeah, yeah, yeah. something's, well, something's actually, not right here. Actually, actually, what what happened in, in the very end? Randy turned around and said, he said, uh, "Are you fooling around with my guys?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was in, it in was all fun. fairness, he did step up to the mic. He did, <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. He, 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 he tried to get that sale. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely a good training for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he, he would have passed with me and he would have got the job. So. Nice. <laughs> no, very, very good. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, no, we, we've got um, various equipment 
issues that we, the, the guns are fine. Yeah, the guns are flawless. I mean, there's there's never an issue there. No, they're absolutely fine. I mean, we we were looking at other rifles um, that were on the line and weaknesses on them and things like this and breakages and sorts of things. And I won't mention any names because I don't don't say bad things about other people's products because I don't think that's sure when you any friends, you know. But um, I looked at ours and see why you know as was so much more rigid. That's so yeah, Well, sort of I mean, you, you, yeah. you got the great rifle, you 3D printed your skins yeah. for the flat bottoms yeah. and the right, the bag yeah. riders on the back, yeah. but now you need to get your bag set up and your rest because that That's rest right. is so important. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, when you got to compromise your marksmanship, yeah, what can you yeah. do? I think, we, we got, I think that if we did have a scope failure on the first day, yeah, you know, we really yeah I think your scope took a turn. Yeah. If you yeah. were looking at it, and, and I and I believe you're right that they were skipping yeah. that you had a scope go out on you because the, the the rifle only had 300 rounds or so. He said, and we bore scoped it today, or you guys did, and, yeah. and it looked good. Well, Daryl was shooting my last year's rifle, and there was I, I had another rifle built because I realised the disadvantage I had being left-handed shooting a right-handed rifle because I can't get that cheek well. Right. So I thought I'll, I'll make a left-handed one. So we built a left-handed one. So we had a right-handed one free. They all had it. There you go. So you know, so we had two rifles with my name on on the firing line, and, <laughs> and then we were back up with women. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. For not being a fifty cal guy, your special rifles with the flat bottoms are nice. Yeah. The way you printed the skins and did all that in the red, I think those rifles came out really yeah. nice. Yeah, but it's uh, AI colors. Red mm-hmm. and black. I mean, the red and black. Yeah. You know. All this camouflage and all that is absolutely fine if you're if you're a soldier but, or, or a hunter. But when you go into a like a tournament, yeah, fifty like cal on the tub range you, in the square, you, you, right. you don't have to have all the camouflage. Nah. And you, you know, dress up looking like you're going into battle. You know, we don't do that. <laughs> nah, nah, we don't anymore either. No. More now it's a NASCAR shirt well, for everybody. Well, you guys got them. It was the Fourth of July the other day, and you know the red coats. They used to come along in red, and we came. You, was, that, was that your guy? Um, Happy Fourth of July, you ungrateful colonist or something? He was wearing one of the Brit guys had the shirt on. Oh, that wouldn't have on us. No, we, oh, he lives here now though. He, he's a Brit, but he lives yeah, here, yeah. and he had the ungrateful colonist shirt yeah. on on the Fourth of July yeah. uh, with the team guys because yeah. they were all somebody, hanging out. Somebody drove past and they said, "Don't." Pushes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 we even had the Union Jack up this year. Did you have yeah, the Union yeah, Jack? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. That, that was nice to see. Yeah. Um, we, we went to a, a, had a meal the other night and we had, came outside to had a firework display. Oh. And there was a lot of the locals were standing watching the fireworks. And uh, I said to one of them, I said, uh, you're, sat, you're actually celebrating kicking us lot out of your country. <laughs> they hadn't realised that. I said, well, I'll tell you something, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and taking over in other ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's great. And uh, everybody's treated us really, really well. Uh, no problems at all. Oh, anybody. no. That, yeah. it, it, yeah. We're so international friendly in the, yeah. sni- in the not sniper, but I mean, shooting community. Yeah. And everybody is it, it, such a mix of people. Look, yeah. Eduardo doing the, um, yeah. the the King of Two Mile. He's from Spain. Yeah. No one thinks anything of no. that. That no. it, it doesn't even register that the no. King of Two Miles really isn't a U.S. match because no. it's, it's Eduardo's brainchild and he's not even from here. Yeah. You know, um, he just piggybacks on the 50 cal. Yeah, he's a member of the 50 cal association and he just piggybacks his trip here and does the king of two mile in front of it because he's already here for the nationals that you guys shoot. He shot right along you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's a 
I don't get politically involved with politics, you know. I mean, right. we, we, we've got all this thing with this Brexit and we've got this people, everybody says to me, what do you think of Trump and all this? And I don't really get involved mm. with all that because there are, there are, let's say, an awful lot of uh, people in Britain that uh, are against... Yeah, the emotions yeah. and all that, and it's and it, right. It's, it's not worth it. No. I, I, know, I know my own personal views, and they're the only ones that matter. Exactly. Me, you know? I'm the same way. Yeah. We, we, but you see, I hear these bad things about, you know, like Trump and all that, but then I don't go and hate Americans just because I don't like something that Trump does. Right. You know, and and vice versa. We, we've got this load of idiots in Parliament, and I'll say load of idiots, because now they're all quitting. They all want to leave the EU. Yeah, but then nobody wants to run the country. Right, they stirred the pot, now yeah, they're going to leave. Yeah, because yeah, they, they've yeah, all, yeah. They, they, I mean, only today, Boris Johnson is resigned. Yeah, Davies, who, he was a yeah, uh, trooper, yeah. wasn't he? One yeah. of your guys is a trooper that left, and I saw a hit job on him. Yeah. He was so, a, They were saying he did some things wrong when he was a, a SAS guy. Yeah. So, when, when they so eventually, when they eventually leave the EU... Who are they going to get to run the country? Because the people that were there do shouting their mouths off about how we should all come out, yeah. now they're all quitting. Because well, you and I will run it. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll run it. it. We'll run it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they don't, you see, what it, what it boils down to is that they know that whatever happens, you're going to end up with egg on your face. And they don't want it to go down in history that they're a load of idiots. Yeah. And so they resign. Exactly. And that's what it boils down <laughs> to. <Yeah>. But <laughs> we, we could say, though, you know what, we're just 4th of July, we're the original Brexit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. We did Brexit yeah. before you guys, so yeah. we know. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, these two guys came back with uh, something because you got a fit place, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you you pulled that back well. Yeah, yeah well, this is the, to be honest, I went to bed after the first day shooting, pretty disappointed. Sure, and I knew I had to do something to. I had to change something. I couldn't carry on the way it was. So the second day, I got rid of that rear rest. I just put a bunny bag in place. I pull it. It it just hundred percent better. Right? Yeah. And um, and I actually shoot with both eyes open, mm-hmm. so I can see the round go down range. I can see the swirl, and it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, the crosshairs were staying on target. It, the, it was great. That those rear rabbit ear bags that, like we were talking about earlier today, like the bald eagle and stuff. They're smaller. They're height adjustable that way, but you still have that lead, if you want, or sand sock. It's heavy. Yeah. It's a heavy rear bag, and then the, your bag rider will ride right in yeah. there really nice and recoil straight. Everything yeah. works better. So it, it had to go like, back to old school a little bit, like with squeezing the bag. Yes. And, you know, and that's how we still shoot being field guys. We yeah. still do the rear bag in our hand. Yeah. We're squeezing yeah. and we're doing all that. To be fair, I'm not really a bench rest shooter, Frank, so I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a tactical marksman like yourself. Right. You know, um, and I, I followed all your online training, <laughs> so I've got you to thank for a lot of my success. You you had sent me a note years ago about that, and I'm like, I'm not anywhere near, because you had said you just won one of your championships. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And you had sent me a note about the online training, helping you kind of refine yeah, your yeah. marksmanship. And I'm like, no, man, that's all you. I mean, we can give you some ideas and say, hey, this is how we're doing it. This is the marksmanship we're looking at. But at the end of the day, it's all you guys pulling the trigger and mm-hmm. doing that stuff. But it, 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 it matters. It really I mean, does. It, yeah. You know, I, when I went to King of Two Mile and I'm watching that, you look at Tom Manor's team from Manor Stocks and stuff. They had a really bad go of it last year. 
the team was not cohesive, they didn't communicate, and their marksmanship really suffered. Well, this year they brought and they changed up their position, mm -hmm. they changed up how they shot the rifles, they brought in a PRS guy as one of their team shooters. You can see they looked better yeah. shooting, and they all top 10 with their one guy winning the King of Two Mile. Mm -hmm. That Robert Brantley, who, who won it, um, young kid, you know, shooting Tom's gun from last year. They just set the barrel back, chambered it to 416 form. But Tom looked better. Tom Manners, yeah. seeing him last year versus this year, and he was 10 times happier because he qualified, yeah. and that is such a, a relief. When things mm -hmm. go wrong, you start beating your head up, and the mental yeah. game is just mm -hmm. crazy. It, it's all about you, ha you have to just stop and analyze what went wrong, what can we do to fix it. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, if you don't change something, nothing will change. You'll carry on shooting back. Absolutely. I, you know, one thing I brought up, and, and it's funny, we were talking to um, Mike about it here. Uh, Mark Lonsdale shooting the King of Two Mile. He shot, he shot, and he's shooting his first strings and no impact, no idea. Nobody knew where he was hitting with this King of Two Mile. When he got off the line and he got disqualified because he didn't hit the plate. So once you get your six shots, if you don't hit, you're done. Well, he hit the frame every shot. Wow. He had a five-inch group oh. at a mile on the frame. Now, the, uh, you know, Eduardo, Walt Wilkinson, and those guys who are watching the, 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 the screen can't tell him you're hitting the frame. Okay. Yeah. But his spotters couldn't see he's hitting the frame. And when I saw him that night at the bar at the Best Western there, I said, when you couldn't see after your third shot, why didn't you do something different? Yeah. Because you have to change. That's right. And he had a, they showed him because they gave it to him in a picture. They printed it. It was a five-shot, five-inch group at beyond a mile. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work because it's on the frame. Yeah. You, you, the last night, I don't know if you guys saw, we had the guy in Las Vegas do yeah. the uh, Evil Knievel jumps. Yeah, he did the that, Wembley yeah. Stadium one with the buses yeah. that he had crashed there. He did the, the Caesar. They had doctors and different people analyzing what he was doing. And they said, you got to get lost in the details. When things don't go wrong, when the head and the pressure starts going, get lost in the details of the shot. Reassess yeah. what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. And go back to those fundamentals and look at the trigger, look at the scopes, look at the details of the shot and, and, and take away all that extra pressure and the noise yeah. that takes us out of our head. We, I think we all outperformed our heavyweight and nice. rifle shooting with the light gun. Yeah. yeah which, which was a surprise. Mm -hmm. We've nicknamed this gun. We're calling it the Punisher. The Punisher, the I mean, little guy. The Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's a little vicious little gun for you, but it's so accurate. Super it is. Well, the first AX50, I shot for a guy down here in New Mexico, bought one and wanted me to do a class with him, and, and it was a whole mess, and I won't get into it. I shot half minute with the thing. You know, off a bipod yeah, with yeah. Uh, 750A maxes. At 300 yards, they were all touching. Yeah. Yeah. How do you beat that? That That is fantastically accurate for a 50 cal rifle. Yeah. When you think about it, it was meant to be a machine gun. Yeah. Now we're turning them into precision rifles. And we stuff. look, we're, what we normally say, like one to one and a half MOA, and we're happy at an a, um, anti-material rifle. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is, if it's not broke, you don't fix it. Right. I wouldn't change anything. And no. 
Were you shooting any solid bullets or were you shooting no, any they, Apexes? They, they, they were solid bullets. Solids? Yeah, four riders. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, my, my own personal shooting, I was, I'd say, disappointed. I couldn't get near the, the rear rest at all. Right. I got bruises across my chest where I was leaning so hard trying to reach the gun. Um, Trying to do, try and have like free recoil with the thing, uh, mm-hmm. and it didn't, it didn't really work. I think we all pretty much sat yeah, that we, up. We, we, we virtually, we will walked away from that first day shooting feeling thoroughly depressed. Yeah, and, yeah. and, we done, we done, and, ba- and beat up, yeah. Yeah. and bruised and beat up. I'd actually shot probably the worst I've ever done in all the time I've been coming. That first year, the first, first day. day, the second day, like I said, with AD. I had to change something. So what I decided to do is scrub around this free recoil. When I shot the light gun, I gripped onto it as if I was hanging on to stop myself falling off a cliff. I was really gripping this gun tight. And I'll tell you what, the group just tightened up. Yeah. And so I thought, I'm going to do that with a heavy gun. And I did. I'd done that all the way through with a heavy gun, and my groups were really nice and tight, you know, like 10 inches or smaller. Okay, not championship winning groups but they would have put me high in the higher in the standing yeah, and they were in the black as well so they were high scoring type groups well right. and and the bad side is is you guys don't get any practice no you no. didn't come in early yeah. and go down and shoot no, and no. do so you don't get to fine-tune no. that ahead of time yeah. you kind of walk off the plane yeah. here's yeah. your equipment jet and, lag yeah, yeah. jet lagged yeah. and yeah. but then the equipment doesn't fit you no. and now you're like where did this rear rest come from? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I, it, that, I actually had to go and scrounge my rear rest of one of the other UK guys. So yeah. I, I did thank them the other night at Pride Game. I said, if it weren't from you guys, you know, I wouldn't have even come where I did. No, so. Well, I mean, the fact you can recover and you have presence of mind and the, yeah. and the mental, uh, uh, you know, acuity to turn around and say, fix this, and then yeah. you, your podium, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a good learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For, the last detail of the day, I think, well... I'm not, you know, people have guns go wrong, and unfortunately, I have one go wrong next to me. And uh, so there was, um, we had to stop shooting. Uh, the gun either side of him had to stop shooting. Um, and then by the time I got to shoot again, I was given two sighting shots, and then I was allowed to shoot my five shots. But at the very end, the wind had trebled. Yes, it, it was amazing. It was it was quite spooky um, how yeah. this wind just appeared from nowhere. It's Raton, yeah. And, and, and I, I had to shoot, um, and so where I'd done some nice little groups, and I was you know on the when I, when I was actually started that last detail, I was in. I had two shots straight through the ten, one of them through the patch, and one right next to it. Nice. And then um, I had to shoot, you know, to count in this alibi shoot. The wind had trebled. I had five shots in the white. Mm. There you go. Ooh, but it, it's amazing how far that wind will blow your projectile. It, it's, well, it's know. a big bullet that yeah. gets a lot of wind yeah. against yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's a small wind cheater yeah. with this. You're, you got a freight train going down there, and yeah. the wind's hitting the side of it, and yeah. it's saying, bigger, hey. Bigger surface yeah, yeah, a lot more. And like you say as well, Frank, we don't experience the thermals in the UK. We don't get that. Right. Uh, average temperature, what, probably 15, 17 degrees maybe? We, we don't shoot in, in yeah, 35. 35. Yeah, 35. Right, we're up to about 35 for yeah. you guys, I think, yeah. here. Yeah. So, and you yeah. can see the mirage is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, depending on how the wind is there, then that mirage just gets in your way. Yeah. Now it's annoying. Now you got to yeah. back your scopes down. You can't yeah. do what you need to do because it's, it's so hot. 
that it's it's now becoming too oppressive to see through, and and it's not the nice helpful mirage. No. It's the big annoying mirage, and yeah. then you run into uh, elevation problems there, uh-huh. and you know wind problems with that, and then the thermals on top of it. it, yeah. it There's it, a lot. What's is stacking up? Yes. To do it. it really does come down to experience. Yeah. I mean, those guys there who um, I think the smallest group this year was two point four inches. So two point four inches at a thousand yard fifty cal—that is amazing. Yeah, I actually think to myself, "How is that possible?" But we're doing it, and and, you know, I think isn't the the record somewhere in the one point six? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy how good (coughs) guys can get this. Will that ever be beaten? Right. Yeah. Well, but our equipment's getting so much better. I mean, yeah. you look at the barrel technology, what Bartland's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. mentioned to you guys, Tom Manners was shooting the gain twist. I've been shooting the gain twists on my AIs, and I'm going the left-hand gain twist a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, because you guys all know, you were a left-hand before the turn of the century with the Enfields, and, and Europe yeah. was known for left-hand yeah. twists before the U.S. got involved and John Browning said machines go this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it to me it helps and it works. Well, yeah, because you're, you're counseling out the um, the curvature of the earth. Everything. Effect, aren't you? All of it. Because yeah. Yeah, the yeah. spin drift and those two add are subtracting yeah. rather than adding. Yeah. But it's also a recoil pulse. People mm-hmm. will notice it recoils a little straighter for the right-handed guys. Now, Dave won't see it because he's a lefty. Mm-hmm. But for the right-handed guys, it recoils a little straighter for us because that that little turn on the left side brings the stock yeah. in yeah. center line instead of like that. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, you're backwards. Well, I'm not because it's the stock that comes in, mm-hmm. not the end of the barrel going out. And, and so we're bringing it like this instead mm-hmm. of like that. Yeah. And that's what's happening with left versus right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, push the Yeah, that's a, it's becoming a bigger thing. And, and mm-hmm. where it came from was the silhouette shooters at the turn of the century with the muskets, with Pope was a left handed guy. And we know the silhouette guys are standing and off here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wanted that recoil to keep them in, in line better. So that's why they went left for so silhouette. Often you'll see guys trying to time their brakes. Yes. To uh, counter-react that. Yep. But we, uh, we did see that. Yeah. Uh, a couple guys at the King of Two Miles had crooked brakes. Yeah. And they were trying to counteract the torque. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I did notice, as a matter of fact, Robert Brant- Brantley's brake, who won, it was a little crooked. That wasn't necessarily by design. Mm-hmm. It happened by accident, and they just tightened it that way mm-hmm. and left it. They didn't mess with it. But his brake was slightly off-center. Years ago... Um, I, um, AI, uh, I know, I know this because I was there. Uh, we made, we made muzzle brakes that were slightly larger one side than the other. <coughs> excuse me, to actually compensate for the the torque, the, the torque of the of the rifle, mm-hmm. uh, and also these plates. We mount them slightly, which is an idea we got from you and your yeah. mattress. Uh, we mount them slightly offset, so you're allowed a certain width plate, which. Came into debate this week as well, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. yeah, we was actually told, yeah. um, no, that's not legal. And we're all thinking, no, we've read the rule book. Surely it is. No, you can't use it. So I was going around. We, we, we got we, a disc cutter. <laughs> we're just going to chop the thing up to keep, keep running. What, what was the, the difference? It was like, an, like uh, millimeters or no, something? No, no, no. 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 Well, what, we, see, we, we, were, we studied the rule book and we, we found that we could have a six inch plate. Okay. Right? But then we were told, 
At, at the firing point, within minutes of us about to start, it's a six-inch <coughs> plate on an unlimited rifle, but on a heavyweight, it can only be five. Oh. So that starts throwing all this negative. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, five actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So here's us. It's all about. I mean, we we've been shooting a long time. I've been shooting close on fifty years, if not more. And these guys are. I started yeah, eight years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been shooting a long time, so we don't get nervous like a lot of people would. But I tell you what, if it wasn't the fact that we're pretty long in a tooth over this, it would have unnerved us. Yeah, damn yeah. colonials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must have been that was a nightmare. Yeah, and then we found out that it was not true. It was um, the guy was wrong, but. Yeah, we were we were going to shoot, and I and I was and I was about to do the heavyweight, and I was told, well, I can enter the unlimited twice, <laughs> so as I could shoot. Well, and, and it comes back to the mental game, right? Yeah, now yeah, you're getting yeah. you're getting a hammer, yeah. The spirit yeah. before you're going to shoot, and you're scrambling yeah. to see what you did wrong, yeah. And you have to get in the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've had this for the whole trip, in actual fact. I mean, like, we're, I'm I'm too long in a tooth to make excuses, yeah. but, but Daryl lives in Wales, which is like, close on 200 miles from where I live. He's never flown before, so he drove to my house, left his car at my house, and we called a taxi. Mm-hmm. Now, we're on the taxi, in the taxi on our way up, and I get a phone call from India. Now, this is about the booking for the flight. Out of India? From India. Yeah, from British, British Airways, but we buy oh, in India. Yeah. So. Now, <laughs> what, what, actually ha- what actually happened here was the person that actually took the booking had actually built build it in rubles, not not pounds. And they the, the banks were having a bit of a thing about this. Right, so, right. So they said we're scrap it, we're scrap it, we'll refund your money and we're do it all, do it all over again. So I thought maybe this was a hoax. So I said, but what proof have I got that you are genuine? And I said, I'm not giving you my credit card number if that's what you think. And he said, No, I've already got all that. He said what we need is your permission to change, change it, it, change it and do it again. Then he's messing around because he was Indian, mm-hmm. and I, he couldn't understand me, and I could hardly understand him. He got my credit card stopped. <laughs> yep. Right, because I'd suddenly get an email from the bank, bank saying somebody's me messing with you. Someone's messing, and so my credit card gets stopped. And there's me sitting there thinking, how am I going to pay for the tax? I'll pay for the hire car when I get off the aeroplane. Oh yeah, because this happened on the flight while you're in the air. This was happening while we were driving to the airport. Oh, to the airport. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Even yeah. yeah, worse. Yeah. So, I I'm on the I've got this foreign guy sitting next to me, and I, I'm not I've nothing against foreigners, but most of the crime that is committed with card frauds and that are foreign people. Right. Right. So I don't want to turn around and give all my details out with this taxi driver sitting next to me. Absolutely. Right. So I'm saying, well, if you you've got the details there, you better you know sort it, and I'll. You know, and then I had to phone, I phoned my bank, and my bank, um, uh, they wanted to know, you know me to prove who right, I was. Right, alert. And stuff. I'm sitting next to this guy. So I I sort of was a bit skeptical about it, and I, I, I could prove who I was without actually giving much away, you know, actually saying anything that the right, guy, right, the taxi driver could use, yeah. Yeah. And so they said, okay, they'll reinstate my credit card. So they reinstated my credit card. So I got onto this taxi, uh, this guy in India again, uh, and he entered it all a second time and got my card stopped stopped again. Again, because my, um, uh, you put a zip code over here, uh, we call it a postcode in England, 
he left a number out. Uh, so I didn't, didn't agree a second it. time. So he got me stopped again. <laughs> right? And we're in there sweating because <laughs> this is our flight. We're yeah, yeah. About, right? We thought we were going nowhere. Yeah, we thought we were not going anywhere. So I got to the airport and where we were travelling first class because I uh, because Daryl had a real back problem and I pulled a few strings and got us first. I was going to fly first anyway. But yeah, I yeah. got these two guys first class. And this was to get them first class, this amount of money. I got a big reduction. And, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I had to get my card reinstated again. And I said, look, I'm at the airport. We're about to fly. You know, I and need, I need these upgrades. I need, I need these upgrades. I need yeah. them now. right? And I want my card reinstated because I'm going to get a higher car at the other end. And I can't get over over to America and not have a card that's working. Right. Right. So they said, it's all right. It's been reinstated. We're, you know, we're, we're put the flights through. Everything will go fine. Right. I said, okay, fine. Then this guy rings me back again, and he said, I've got a problem. He said, can you just give me another card number? Well, yeah. in order to get on the thing, I, I, I gave him another card number. And then after that, then I find I've now paid in ruples <laughs> on my credit card and on my debit card. Yep, yep. I paid for three lots of upgrades. It's a damn good job I've got some money in the bank. Otherwise, I would have got here and my cars would have bounced. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we had all this. And where we should have been sitting in the first-class lounge having breakfast and thoroughly enjoying ourselves, laid back, we ended up, I'm on the phone the whole time trying to get this trip underway. So it didn't even start well, really. Well, there's everybody yeah. trials and tribulations <laughs> of international <laughs> rifle competition. But, we, you know, but it, yeah. it yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, and when we landed in, in actually in the US, when we landed in the US, I went over to the car hire thing, just praying that this car worked. <laughs> that's 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 a bad thing when they shut them off like that. Yeah. You don't know. Now I know I get Texas, but it's still annoying. Yeah. You still yeah. got to jump through hoops to turn it yeah. on. And yeah, crazy. But, you know, talk about the, the the very last minute for something to go wrong. It was the mm-hmm. last minute, and uh, you know all these flights were sorted out. Long time ago, you know. But anyway, that's another little. You guys didn't stop off in New York this time, did you? No, 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 no. no. Okay, we, you came straight we, here. Yeah, we came Denver, straight Denver. Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's me trying to sort of uh, uh, show Daryl how easy it is to do all this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to come back now. No, no. He's like, oh, forget this. So first time on an airplane, first class. Yeah. Uh, so how do you beat that? Every flight he has from now on will be. First level. <laughs> yeah, 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 if he doesn't yeah. like that. Yeah, You're we... going to have to spend some money, Daryl, first. Yeah. I do the same because like, I'm going to Alaska this week. i got to sit at the front of the plane, too. Man. Yeah. i yeah. got to get in the front of the bus, or otherwise I'm not a half. Even yeah. when we were in first class, I still want that people to see. So yeah. I went back and saw the hostesses. There's three empty ones up there. So he was sitting like as if he's a driver. Right up I like the front of the bus myself. Yeah. Especially like Alaska for me is five hours. You know, so that's far enough, and it's a non-stop flight. So at least you get the meals and the food. And the biggest thing is the bathrooms up there, because yeah. you guys are how many from the UK to Denver? So you're we're, now what six, eight, eight? Nine, what is nine, it? Nine, nine hours? hours? Okay, a bit longer, yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I was trying to add up. I'm like six and then four, and I'm trying <coughs> to add up the, the different trips. But yeah, that's. I think I did twelve when I went to Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. and so I sat up there for that too. But yeah, you, you have to for those long, long flights. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get us upgrades on the way back, but 
I'm going to try and get to the airport. So I've actually lo- launched a complaint right, with British Airways. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, they say they have a long can, can you just ring up Sir Richard Branson and tell him, listen? Yeah. Well, Bra- Branson's virgin. He's virgin, virgin isn't he? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, anyway. My, the best, though, was the, the shot. So not last year. It was the year before when, we, I, I tell this story all the time with Dave and I. So we met at the, in the Venetian. I come back from a, a, an after party. And so he says, okay, at 11 o'clock, come rescue me. We're going to go back to our hotel because we're staying at the hotels together. Yeah. So 11 o'clock comes. I say, okay, come on. We're going to go back over. So him and I stop off for a nightcap. And the, the Beatles, Circus Soleil gets out. And all those people come to the bar. So we're having our drink. And these women from the U.S. start telling Dave how to get around in England. Uh, yeah. So they're like, <laughs> she's, this woman was very annoying in a way. Um, yeah. But she's trying to explain how to get from A to B. Yeah. And Dave's going, no, you can't do that. And she goes, yes, you can. I was there and I walked on my, I drove my bike. He's like, that's over 200 and something miles. You didn't drive your bike 200 and something miles. She's going, no, no, I went here. It's only a half hour. He's like, no, if I got in my Jaguar, it'll take me, you know, four hours to get there. And she's, so she won't stop arguing with him about it. Yeah. He finally pulls his phone out and he goes, this is me with the queen. so then the woman's like dismisses him and she's telling him more and we're like this lady don't get typical american right she's like she don't get it and then he pulls his phone out again and he goes this is me the second time i met the queen now shut the hell up (laughs) and she finally stopped and was a normal person after that but it was funny how that's my favorite Dave story. Uh, that that this lady wouldn't wouldn't stop telling him how to get you know get to work because it was really like that Portsmouth area. She was telling yeah, him yeah. like he can go to Coventry by walking. Yeah. you know yeah. something kind of strange like that. Well, the, the fact that I, I I do this journey day in day out, you know, yeah. it, it, she just didn't seem to get it. Did yeah, she? yeah. Just one. She got she she w- walked out of her hotel and on her bicycle within a half hour she w- was at. You know, Coventry from wherever she was, but yeah. it was like 250 miles yeah. away from Coventry. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, and it's like, that's impossible. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, you're the, you're the first person that's jilted me in a long time, you know. Me? Yeah, yeah. I apologize. I, <laughs> <laughs> not for this week, you mean, when I left early? No, no. The last time, uh, was it Vegas? We had, no, we, oh, we did. I was late. Yes, we didn't have lunch until two days later because I stood yeah. you up twice. Yes. Well, two times I stood I, you, you up at Vegas. You stood me up more times than most women. I yeah. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it got so, this year, it was so busy. Yeah. I couldn't get around. With the relaunch of the website, everybody's pulling me in different directions. And I had to stand Dave up twice in a row. Yeah. yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, I was, felt bad about this. I thought I'm losing my touch. No, no, yeah. it wouldn't have. <laughs> I mean, usually it's the argument over who's paying for dinner this time, but our lunch, when we have our lunch, we go sneak off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dave and I will go in the middle of the shot show when it's like busy and we, sneak we, we off. We sneak off to Treasure or, Island or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> to a different hotel and have a nice hour plus lunch with each other yeah but this year it, it did i had to stand them up it was it was yeah. bad are you going this year oh yeah yeah it'll it, well, next year it? yeah it'll yeah. um it won't be as busy because now i'm i'm back yeah. with established but yeah, yeah this i seem to run out of time this year at shop show yeah. i don't know if you noticed it yeah. at all it seemed 
it was off this year, and I don't yeah. know where to put my finger on what was different. Yeah. Well, it's not so bad for me because I, I go over there almost like a freelance. I, I don't work on the stand. Right. Uh, that's our sales team that handle all that. As a matter of fact, I don't think they actually want me on the stand because if I'm on the stand, I'm a bit of a, a distraction. Um, so it's better if I'm not, unless I actually, if they send me, say, we need you to come and see someone, I shoot over, but otherwise, mm-hmm. I just wander around and every hour I pass by. And hey, what's going on? Yeah. You got a good team there, though. Yeah, you guys yeah. are really good. It's a, I mean, it's the best booth location you can ask yeah. for. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good team yeah. of guys that work the AI booth. Yeah. And then you have, you know, the mile high and the well, different uh, rifles around. Yeah. But yeah, I always look forward to having lunch with you at shop and, and, and catching up and, and yeah. you know, talking yeah, shooting. Good. Yeah. I mean, I know so many people over here and, and I I love coming over. You know, I mean, even you know, like competitions, I come here and it's like I know, I've met them all before. I know them, uh, a lot of interest in chatting mm-hmm. to them. Um, you know, it's so wonderful country yeah yeah and, and and it's nice with vegas being self-contained yeah. like that we yeah. can just you know wander the palazzo off in the corner and nobody knows you're there yeah. and yeah. It, it, dave doesn't get hit up as bad with some like there's a lot of people that do know who he is but then there's a lot that don't walk mm. right by and have no you know like brandon downstairs yeah doesn't know that you invented the rifle and, and the action and the whole thing yeah. but there are some who do and then he gets pulled yeah. In the multi directions, yeah. but it's a good time. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a. My actual makeup is I'm a bit of a reserved guy, and I'm not, in a way, uh, used to a lot of people swamping me and yeah, know, wanting to, you know, wanting to chat about different things. <coughs> I'm getting used to it, but uh, it, it's not natural for me. Yeah. Well, and it's great you're still competing. Yeah, you know yeah. that you get to go out and you're, yeah. you're you got that competition and you're still in fifty yeah. cals. I mean, to me, yeah. you think you'd go more like PRS yeah, yeah, with yeah. like a a, oh, a six don't dasher. You, don't you worry. I've actually I've actually ordered a six point five barrel. Did you? You got to yeah. do a six dasher like all these guys do. Yeah, I've, I've decided I'll, I'll have a six a, five a, is yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it. We're going to wrap it up. We're done, Troy. Troy's coming in. Come on, say hi, Troy. Hi. Look at this, Troy. All right, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Thanks for listening to the Everyday Sniper. Thanks to Dave, Addy, and Daryl. We appreciate it, and we'll kind of get us out and let these guys go to go to the airport early, get their first class, and go to lunch. Yep. Cool, man.